Hey everybody, it's Caesar with the Local Service Podcast, episode 9 or 10, I am not exactly sure, but today I want to talk about Facebook ads because practically all the episodes here are really about Google ads as a marketing platform. We talk about websites, we talk about strategies on lead generation, but overall, <clears throat> we really focus on Google ads, what's what it's all about, all the different strategies, and we don't really ever really talk about some of the other platforms. And lately, I've been having a couple clients who do run Facebook ads, and I have clients that run Facebook ads for my business. Um, <clears throat> the overwhelming majority, I think, I want to say for sure 99% of the budget that we spend is on Google ads. Um, if a client is spending a, a good budget, it's going to be on Google ads. Like it just hands down for local service-based business, caveat, right? That is just time over time. It just keeps being the best place to put your money in for a business, to put their money in. Why? For the same reason, uh, uh, someone's looking for a solution to the problem. Where do you go when you need to go find a solution? The easiest way to go is you pull out your phone, you say, uh, dentist near me, um, lawyer office near me, um, mechanic shop near me, um, uh, advertising agency near me, advertising in Houston, um, you know, auto detailing in Houston, auto detailing Tomball. Like that is the move. They, people grab their phone, they go, they search, they click on one of the top searches. And, you know, that's how we make the world go around in, in our little world. Uh, but with that being said, there's still, uh, uh, there's still a reason to use Facebook, Instagram ads, right? I'm not talking about social. That's different, okay? This is social. If this, if you're seeing this on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or LinkedIn, that's organic and there's nothing wrong. I actually think there's more value in the organic side of social media than there is on the ads and uh, paid side of social media, which is pretty interesting because normally you would... I wouldn't have said that years ago, uh, but you know things change, and so that's what we're going to cover. So, let's do a little bit of history, okay? So, back in the day when Facebook was still like people went, uh, people in college could use it. That's when I found out about it and got on it, and then I, you know, I saw online people were able to advertise on it, and so I got interested in it to sell. I think it was cell phone cases at the time, just like as a side project, which, by the way. I like ran up one of my credit cards <laughs> pretty high trying to do this. Made sales, but just didn't know how to like, uh, you know, make it in in a profit way. It was more like I'm just gonna spend it, and if I make sales, I make sales. And also, just the times are different. I don't know why I'm going over there, but anyways, the point is, I was I wanted to sell cell phones, right? Cell phone cases. So you know, I saw Facebook there. Then I I ended up working at uh, an agency that you know, small agency that also. One thing that we really like to sell, because you know I was in the know, I was I was leading the the digital marketing department, so to speak, and you know it was always Facebook. Like I always go to Facebook, 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 because um, it was still of a fifty fifty. It was like, okay, is it better to do Google Ads at the time, Google AdWords, or is it better to do Facebook Ads slash Instagram Ads? Like, which one is better? So in a lot of cases, what we would do is we would test both. Uh, we got a thousand bucks, right? Let's do $500 here and $500 there and let's see what happens. And, you know, it depends, like, so it depends on the industry, but what we, what what you could do back then on Facebook, okay, was you could literally target anything in your imagination just about because there was no restriction. There was no privacy 
policies. There was the, Facebook just did what they wanted to, right? They would collect the data, they would buy the data from wherever they got it, or from their internal, you know, Facebook platform and Instagram platform, and they would just know stuff, right? So, like, if you owned a home for over seven years, you could target that person. If you were a parent who had a car that was older than ten years old, you could target that person. If you had a, a male living in Houston who just bought their car. Um, and who was in X bracket of, of income, you could target that person. Uh, if the person was in, if the person's ethnicity was blank, you could target that person. Uh, you know, you, you can't even really, most of that stuff you can't do anymore, like at all. I think you could even target people based on maybe not their credit score, but like where they laid in there. Okay. So like, and a perfect example of this is we used to run uh, Facebook ads for ads. We used to run Facebook ads for a car dealership, and I think with like twenty five hundred bucks, and it grew to like four thousand dollars a month. We were able to sell like twenty to thirty cars a month, and it was insane, right? Because you could literally target somebody who's looking for a car. The people you were targeting, it was easier to find people who were in the market to buy a car, and I think that was the targeting. It said in market to purchase car or something like that. So that's very similar to Google ads where if somebody's looking for a car, they're going to look up dealership near me, um, Toyota, Toyota cars for sale, right? They're going to look something like that. That means they want to buy. And on Facebook, that was kind of like the same way of doing it is in market people looking for a car and it was good. Like it would find the people for it. <clears throat> but over time, as we know, Facebook and I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's not Facebook, but over like all these other, you know, I don't know, agencies or, or outside forces made them stop. Like, okay, look, you can't use all that information for that. You got to have some kind of privacy policies in place. That's that's a little bit too big brothery for Facebook to know all these things. And so now, and even now, like I've just set up ads uh, this yesterday. And it's like, well, what do you target? Or like, how do you, how am I supposed to find these people who want to buy this product or use this service? Because there's nothing here that will for sure find me the person I want. And so it's hard. Like it's hard now to say, okay, I know that I personally know what a person needs, right? Or a person wants. What was it? So like for, for instance, real, real estate, uh, people who want to buy homes. Um, I was doing one for like cash home buyers. Uh, you know, this company buys homes for cash uh and then they fix the home and they sell the home right that's their business <clears throat> and they wanted to do facebook because that's the route they wanted to go and um i was okay so we'll do three examples we have the the home buying business right the cash for homes business we have a dental office that does it and then we have um we have a product one but the product one is actually one that i think is it's a it's Products are still good to show people. I think that's actually good. Uh, so we'll just keep it at that. So the, the, the cash for home buyers one, <clears throat> it's hard. You can't, there's like not a way to target people who want to buy a home right now. When I saw and I looked, I'm like, okay, well, how do I find, like I can put people with interest of like they're into Home Depot, right? They're into um, home as an interest. We Perhaps we can target like people who have a family, right? So you can target parents, um, you can target people who are married, like things that you would think a homeowner would have, you know, people interested in home ownership. So like in general, you can say, okay, I can get to the people who own homes, but it's so broad. It's not as targeted as somebody looking for, uh, 
um, sell my home fast online. Like that's their Google search. Of course, like that's going to be a, a high cost per click in Google ads because, you know, you're, you're trying to flip a home. Like that's, you know, that's a different thing. But to find that person's a lot easier to find them on Google than it is to find on Facebook because on Facebook, you're kind of shotgun approaching still. It's, it's almost like the only way. And in fact, I did a bunch of research to see, okay, <clears throat> how are other cash home buying businesses doing it? So I went on YouTube and just watched video after video after video of all these uh, all these expert Facebook marketers. And what I found that the best strategy to do cash home buying for was to leave the targeting blink. So if you were doing business in Houston for home buying, you would uh, set up the ad. Of course, that has to be good in itself, right? We'll, we buy uh, cash for your home fast, no, no fees included, get paid up front, whatever the offer is. And, you know, you do Houston, you do that's it. You put Houston, you put the ad, and you put, you know, call us today, and you link your website, and then what you do is you leave everything blank. And that's the best strategy that I found said by multiple people. And the reasoning was that Facebook has gotten so smart that you don't have to necessarily say anything. Facebook will find the people for you. They will show the ad and then the people that see the ad, they will aggregate data or collect the data and then they will make a profile of the people who are engaging with the ad and then they will target people who are most likely to interact with the ad, right? And so while that would be great if that were the case and that would make my job easier, right? It would make every marketer, uh, Facebook marketer jobs easier. I'd be down if it worked, but it doesn't like, you know, it, it didn't, I think we ran it for like four months with a, you know, it wasn't the best budget, but it was a decent budget. And you, you gave, you know, we, we gave it a fair shot. I'll tell you that. And it's possible, right? The market conditions and the people that saw it, like it's possible that the, there's just nothing available in that world. Right. But this is one example of many where I've encountered this same kind of situation. <clears throat> and to add to that point, is you can also get very skewed data just like you can in Google Ads. I'm not saying this can't happen in Google Ads, but if you're not, and again, I'm not saying Facebook Ads is bad. I'm saying there are reasons when you should use, or there's good situations you should you should use it, and then there's just hands down not the best route if you go this route uh, versus Google Ads. Okay, so um, the other thing about it is when you set up Google ad, uh, Facebook Ads, and let's keep the cash for home business example going when you set that up and you target these people you have to be very cognizant of where the placement of these ads are because it can it can vastly throw your numbers off i don't think that i used that right but it could throw your numbers off in the, in a big big way because you have for example when you target on on the facebook platform it includes instagram and whatsapp you can say, okay, what are the placements of this ad? Okay, so the the common ones are Facebook feed, right? The the where you just go on Facebook.com and you see the the feed of all your friends and stuff. Also on mobile, right? Those are good. You have Instagram feed, which is the same thing, just the where you scroll like that main feed. Um, okay, so I would say that's good when you show the ad there, right? Because those, you're gonna, you, you still know people are gonna see them, they're gonna know it's sponsored. If they're interested, okay, they'll click it. We can we can take that as as fact, quote unquote. That data is fact. Someone saw my ad, they clicked it. 
why would they click it if they didn't want to click it, right? We can, we can, we can hold that to be true. And then, right, the next part, which by the way, it fills out all this for you automatically. Like if you look at the ad, it'll say automatic placements. You have to uncheck that and then pick the ones you want. So those, what I just mentioned always comes with everything else. So, okay, so if you don't, if, and okay, so there's that. Then you're gonna have all the, all the reels and stories. So the next places they're gonna put it is Instagram stories, Facebook stories slash reels, Instagram reels. And with those, there's a big difference because if you've ever been on Instagram uh, and you're you're running the, you're, you're clicking on your friend's stories, how many times have you accidentally clicked an ad, opened it up and closed it? How many times have you accidentally clicked learn more and it takes you to another page? Or I think they now have like one where you can reply, like it's a reply directly to that Instagram or Facebook. How many times does that happen? And if you use Instagram for any amount of time, like you know that happens quite often because it's just by mistake. Most of the time, like you're literally clicking through and just trying to get to the next story, especially when it's an ad, you're trying to get to the next part. And so you end up clicking on, on, on by mis- mistakenly clicking the ad. And so what happens is on the back end on Facebook platform is it's gonna say you got, and the numbers are always crazy. Like if you told me, hey, look, we're getting 100 clicks for 10 bucks. And even though we haven't converted, like it's costing us a penny per click. Why wouldn't we keep paying a penny for the click? And it'd be true. Like, okay, fine. If every click costs us a penny, okay, we'll, we'll spend, you know, a thousand pennies. And that's a thousand clicks. We could assume just by the sheer volume that we'll get some kind of conversion somebody's going to call us someone's going to submit a form somebody's going to contact us leave a message a comment because they're interested in our product right that's the idea or what we want we want the person to be interested in the product but what happens when 99 percent of those clicks are all mistakes it drowns out it drowns out the the point of the ad like the ad is literally a waste of of dinero and so that's that part, right? The reels, the stories part for ads that, for m- in my opinion, it's it's good awareness, it's bad actionable, okay? So like, yes, if you're just trying to make people aware of that, you have a, some kind, a shop or you have a, an office or you have some place people can visit or, or you're launching a new product, like for awareness, good. For, for local service-based businesses that need to take action on something, bad, like super bad, like... I have yet to see it work effectively at a good price. You'll get you'll get them, but it's very watered down. Um, oh, I have a furniture store that also runs Facebook guys. That's who it was. Um, and so, but that's a, that's also a product. So keep that in mind. Um, okay, so then so we have the main feed, right? Which are good. We have the Instagram stories, reels, Facebook reels, which is like it could be good if the intent was there, but most of the time. It's it's by mistake, right? But they are good for awareness. Like we can actually say, okay, well, we don't care if they're click or not. You know, don't take the the back end data of it face value. That's all I'll say. <clears throat> and by the way, if you are gonna run Facebook ads, like do the feed ones on their own. Make a campaign for Instagram feed, Facebook feed on their own, and then make another one for stories that's for awareness or reels, stories and reels. <clears throat> Okay, so far so good. And then the third one, which is actually like a whole bunch of them, is like 
They have the videos, the Facebook video part. They have the Instagram Explorer. They have the Facebook Marketplace, which actually makes sense sometimes. They have um, the article one. They have the pop-up. Um, then I don't know what they call it, but then they have like the, the partnered search or partnered advertisers with Facebook. And it's all this other stuff that we don't even know what it really is. Like when is somebody in these other areas? We understand the feed because we see it all the time. We understand the stories, reels because we see it all the time. But then there's this other one that's like, how do even people get there? And those actually bring even more clicks than the reels and stories that bring even more clicks than the main feeds, right? And so those, if even if you're going to use Facebook ads, which sometimes, again, it's warranted, it's like be very careful with which data or which placements you go with because it'll water down your data so much that you won't know what's going on. Like it's just hard to tell like what is happening. <clears throat> okay, so that was example one with cash home buyers business. The second one was the dental. And so here's where it kind of does make sense, okay? If you're in a situation where you've ran Google ads, right? And it's too pricey to do it in the area you're in um, and you've ran it, right? Like we, we ran the test, like we ran them like, okay, let's see what happens when we run 20 mile radius or five mile, mile radius or whatever it was. And let's see what kind of re results we get. And it turns out we're just getting outbidded from everyone all the time. And the budget is not there for us to run ads to compete. Okay. So it's like, okay, we can do one or one of two things that I can think of exactly right now. It's like one, we just stop everything, stop ads. But it's like, okay, I mean, we want to grow. We want to keep doing things so that we show up, right? To at least have awareness of people that we are around um, at a very cost-effective price. So it's like, okay, well, Google Ads is not going to do this for us. We're not coming up enough um, on a monthly basis. We're barely getting any clicks. Even if it was just for the awareness, it's not worth it because Google search is not a place to build awareness. Like it's not like people aren't like, oh, I remember seeing you on Google ads. Like nobody does that. Um, yes, there is display, which is very cost effective. Display is like meaning like it follows you around the internet or, or on mobile apps. Like you just see these little ads that you also accidentally click on. Those are super affordable. But the I think the uh, the branding element to it, the awareness element to it is is like super small. It doesn't hurt at all, but it's it's very low impact super low impact whereas if you run social media facebook instagram specifically now but you can also mention tiktok even twitter um pinterest things like that snapchat you can include that um but in our case facebook instagram there's more value in awareness there because of how you can convey the message in my opinion and so in this dental office case it was like okay we don't have enough money to compete in this area where can we compete what's the next best place we can go Facebook. Okay, great. So what is the targeting on Facebook for a dental office that is honestly struggling, that could use more patients, that needs more patients, and that serves a certain demographic, just like, you know, everybody has what they can offer to a certain audience or a certain customer base. <clears throat> so we went to Facebook slash Instagram. And what we did, and here's here's where I, I don't like it. Like, I like it because awareness is good. Like, we can be seen if we target only feeds, right? Instagram, Facebook feed. And we say, hey, we're a dental office in, in X place. Uh, we have these promotions. Call or visit us today to set up your appointment, right? Something like that. All we can really do is target, let's call it Houston. It's not Houston, but let's call it Houston. Uh, do a targeted area around on Houston. Let's call it five miles because... No one's going to drive, you know, 30 miles from, you know, one side of Houston to the other side of Houston. Um, 
or or most likely they won't. And plus, if you expand the radius, you're you're putting a lot of money on places that most likely it won't convert or won't turn into a, a lead, right? Customer, a call, a form submission. So the closer you make the radius, the more chance you have in converting that person. I don't know if converting is like the best word. Is in that person contacting your business, right? And so <clears throat> the setup for the campaign is, all right, three mile radius around the dental office. We put our ad campaign and then we do what? How do we target people who need dental services? And that, this is really where like it bugs me. I'm bugging. <laughs> I'm bugged out. Is okay, we can add people who are interested in dental, dentists, dental hygiene, people who are clean, people who are, I don't know if that's even like detailed. One of the detailed targeting is people interested in cleanliness, um, smiles. Like you put all these interests, but it's like, that doesn't really tell me if that person needs a dentist. It doesn't really tell me like, I can't really reach the person specifically, or as they used to say, laser targeted. Um, I can only kind of broadly reach them in the shotgun approach versus when Google ads, you can say, I want to come up with someone searches, uh, you know, I always say dentist near me, but there's other things people look up like uh, a dentist that accepts uh, X insurance. Like you could do that if you only offer X insurance. But of course, it's not always going to work. Like Sometimes you're going to be outbid. Sometimes there's not the budget. Sometimes there's not the people in the area for it. Um, so with that being said, we just kind of loosely target, okay, who would be interested in dental? And the thing about this too, is like, nobody is excited to go to the dentist. It's not like a, a want or a need. It's more like I have to go because I'm in pain or, you know, it's like people don't wake up like, oh, I can't wait to go to, go to the dentist. So it's not a attractive thing to, to, it actually hurts to do it. Like it hurts to schedule the appointment. It hurts to I have to wake up and think, oh my goodness, I'm going to the dentist today and take off time from work or take off time from whatever it is to go to the dentist. Like, come no, nobody really wants to do that. So it's really hard to like, how do I get these people to call, right? Um, you could argue that the creative um, could make a difference, right? Like instead of it being a picture, if it is a well done video where the dentist is talking to the audience and is giving you educational stuff. And this is why earlier I was saying like organic, I think is more important than the ads. Because if you do build a good organic following or even not even following, if you just have good organic contents and, and you have whatever, 70 followers and your videos get like 10 views um, on Instagram and TikTok and, and Facebook, that actually makes a difference though. Because when that person who is interested sees your ads, clicks on your profile to say, to further check that you're legit. And then they see, oh, look, these videos, I see what they're talking about. They seem friendly. The place looks clean. Um... I do, you know, I hate my current dentist or I really haven't gone in a couple of years. Like, I guess I should go or my insurance is running out. If I don't use it by the end of the year, I can go like those things, those other digital assets, let's call them that are set up like those help make that person call, not help make that person call. It helps that person not be convinced, but be assured that they're calling, um, a legit place let's call it like that and so <clears throat> you can make the argument that the creative is really what matters and especially i really do think like the the one two of like the paid finds the people and then when the person is curious to see well what's on the website what's on the organic channel on the social media i hope i think that really binds it together 
if you're going down that route. But as we all know, that's that's hard. <laughs> like to have a well done video educational uh, Instagram where you get to you know provide value for, seemingly to nobody until somebody gets there. Um, I see it be done less times than yes like you know it's not that it's not that common to see and so with that being said i mean from my own experience like having these videos out uh, uh, even even when I i know they don't get a lot of views yet but when someone does see it like i know it's found like oh i listened to you know that podcast where you're talking about blah or even like existing clients they uh you know they'll reach out like hey i heard you're talking about uh running google ads uh responsive search ads is that what we're doing like it it actually like it does end up adding up the effort is worth it <clears throat> so to wrap that part up it's like yeah facebook ads not the best to, it's not the best solely to target right like you need more stuff uh to help build that because again from the dental ads and it's not the biggest budget okay so that that matters too is that the results are eh, you know like you get really the what we really see from them is we see a lot of message con- conversations started like hey i saw the ad um you know what when how much does it cost to do this or do you accept this kind of insurance or hey i saw the ad and i have this messed up tooth thing um can you guys help me so like there are good leads from it <clears throat> but comparing that to what I've seen in ads, right? When when it can be done, it's like, dang, like it's it's a it's a big difference. And so I think we can stop with that example, uh with that example in a four minutes. So like what I do think Facebook ads is, is good for still is products. So like if you're selling anything that's a a thing you buy, like it comes in a package or that can be shipped that can very much still be a Facebook or Instagram ad, but still an organic strategy to further tell the story of that product. Um, you know, services can too. Uh, it's just a bigger threshold. To, like once you pass that threshold, like that's good. But it, it is a, it, that's why Google search is great. Cause like, it's just connecting people. Whereas I feel Facebook, Instagram are more like, you have to prove it visually right like and it's not a need-based thing so it's like google search is need-based like i need this service now go to it whereas facebook instagram is like oh okay they do that i probably should do that but or i don't need it yet right it's not an in the moment thing so <laughs> that wraps up this episode 99 percent of the time i'll suggest google ads first but facebook ads has its place it's just the targeting has really, really taken a hit over the course of the, you know, course of time. The placement really can mess up your your data and overall the ads that we've ran um, for local service-based businesses, by the way, that's like the key. Uh, they don't perform that well with a million other variables that you don't even know about, right? Like what is the budget? What is the offer? Well, where are they located? How's the, you know, there is a lot, but the overall consensus is eh, wouldn't wouldn't choose that route if I didn't have to. So yeah, that is today's episode. Hope you guys are having a great day and time. Any questions, reach out Caesar at symphonyadvertising.com. We do Google ads, websites, you know, consultations. And that's it. Peace.